Yo, episode 131. Karen the wow. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Thanks, man. And, and got our man back again for round two. I'm ready, man. Not so I this I'm looking forward to this one because like I don't I didn't really wasn't like I mean I got questions and stuff, but it's like it's just relaxed, so I can just, you know what I'm saying, kick back and chill, yeah. man. So uh, um Yo, yeah, you got get, a, um me me and C the Cuban, my partner, I was like Yo, CTC gotta gotta interview Cuban, man. I know that's coming soon. Oh yeah, we gotta get see the Cuban on. Yeah, he got some stories, bro. Remember, I met him in '98, and he was already doing it in the late '80s, in the '90s wow. too, early '90s. Wow. So, and this is why. Here's the thing. This is what's important, yo. This is why I was saying, like, this is why I want to have you on again, like. You've been around, like whether people know what you've done or whether they don't do or don't. Like, there's a lot of people that got stories that you know it's all it's documented and stuff. But like, our culture isn't really documented as far as like just this different shit. Like, just we finding out right now that people, certain people produce certain things we didn't know, or whatever. You know, just different things that are like, like wow, and that's really important to like get facts straight. So you know what I'm saying? So like, we talk is like he's like, oh, I'm incriminating myself. No, it's about like, it's about like sharing information with people that like about history of now, the game you've been around i was just i was just snapping with you i was no no but i know i know you i know you real with it but some interviews is like so what happened on this date in april 25th no, I, at 90 <laughs> you know because I, 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 I can't bear too much of my own shit so you know what of I mean? course like, I, I shout out to craig g i, I got shout out to cuban on the check-in i got i got a craig g story too oh word <laughs> AK well, Hammerhead. Yo, because he, here's the thing. Craig G and I have an interesting relationship because this nigga always trolls with all my shows. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I love it. I love it. Talking all kinds of shit all the time. So, um, so yeah, if you got a good Craig G story, we can run it. But still, yeah, we're going to jump around. We're going to share some stories, a bunch, of, a bunch of different shit, find out what you're going on, doing now, and stuff like that. So, of course. Um, of course. Man, let's get yeah. it. Let's get it. Share with me something that that the we that we we might not know just from a, a, a hip-hop like fun fact did you know like some shit like oh i don't know if i ever touched base on this but um growing up in queens before i even moved to flushing i grew up in corona that's where most right. of my family comes from corona washington heights and the bronx right you know right. that's where the is migrated at coming into the city and east coast but um yeah i actually grew up across the street in 111th Street from fucking DMC's on an uncle's crib. So here I am watching fucking video music box. And then and I'm like, because remember in the 80s, a lot of dudes was dressing like Run DMC. So I was like, that ain't DMC, man. Until the day that we found out it was him and um I, I remember. I don't remember if I even got his autograph, bro. I think I did. I was a reckless kid, so that was probably like I was eight, eight, nine years old. So I was running around doing crazy shit. I don't even remember even saving the autograph. But my pops knew his aunt and his uncle as well. Rest in peace. But um, he always used to hop out, and we used to try to catch him. Like, well, we'll wait on the stoop. Like, is he coming today? Is he coming today? <laughs> You know, that was Run DMC, boy. That was crazy, man. Yo, that, wait, wait. So that's a real fun fact right there, bro. Like, Run DMC was running through Queens, bro. Not not only Hollis. Like, they were going through Corona, Flushing, you know, everywhere, bro. Yeah, they, that was, it was on top of the world at that time. Yo, but you, know, you were saying you was eight and you was a wild dude? Yeah. Like, yo, um, I'm going to be honest with you. At the age of nine or ten, we was already robbing motherfuckers in Corona, bro. Like. Everybody from the delivery dudes to regular people that would just get caught slipping to you name it, going into cribs, burglarizing shit. Yeah, yeah. And I blame it all on my cousins, all the ones that changed their lives. Are like, you badass motherfucker. I learned that from y'all motherfuckers. And just walking outside in the streets, you know? Well, well beating us this say it, um, Corona is, um, what do you say? What, what, what Juju said, son? It's better to take than to receive or some shit like that. He yeah. said that on all I got, I got a beat nut story too. <laughs> so let's go. What up, Craig with the, what up with the Craig G joint? What up with the Craig, Craig G joint? G, me, Craig G, C the Cuban, my man CH and our other partner back in the days, we went to um Canary Islands. Um Craig G actually 
He had a show in Africa, I think, and he came from London or Redman was going to London. And then we was in Spain and we ended up in Canary Islands. So we were all on tour and we all had a show in the Canary Islands. I was opening up for Craig G and Redman. So we were, you know, the trio from the East Coast. And um, we're on tour. First of all, Redman wasn't going to perform until he got weed. He was in the hotel already beefing. They ain't no weed. He didn't want none of that fucking tobacco grabba bullshit. He was like, nigga, I want bud. I want to see leaves. I <laughs> Even seeds, niggas. I, we need weed. <laughs> so Redman was beefing. We was in the hotel. I mean, literally was in the Canary Islands for 13 hours tomorrow on Mamas, bro. Like 13 hours. So in 13 hours, we land, go do sound check, go to the hotel to fuck around. We run into Craig G on the sound check. We was already a little bit nice, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't trying to remember I told you before in the last show, I never used to get too drunk or too heavy on the drugs before a show because I was afraid of fucking up. So right, right. I never went in too hard. But me and Craig G went at it. He had a hammer. This nigga, um, Cuban and them was wilding out. We had chairs and shit. We was running, we were just doing dumb shit, doing dips, pull-ups. Dudes is like, yo, y'all supposed to be doing sound check. We were like, shut the fuck up. We from Queens, nigga. This one. <laughs> so we was wilding out. The show ended up being tremendous, beautiful. Thousands and thousands of motherfuckers showed up. Red Man took all his clothes off. Red Man is included in this shit, too. Craig G, I think, dived into the crowd as well. We was wilding out. Red Man, this handicapped dude came up to Red Man. I think Red Man was about to give him his boxes, bro. He was like, yo, I'm in my fucking boxes. I didn't give y'all my hat, my clothes. You know how those fans are overseas. Like, they appreciate the music way more than these motherfuckers out here, bro. So I, I'm never going to forget that. It was memorable, bro. Red Man was like, yo, y'all want these are my Jordans, bro. I can't give you these shits right now. <laughs> the love was crazy. Oh, and and then um, I had these break dances, these female break dances. They wanted to perform in my set. So I had a certain song. I thought it was going to be like kind of corny. I was like, I did it in the beginning before the transition to Nutso. I was nutrageous. And I had these chicks that used to dance. I used to wear the top hat and just go off the head. Even at the New Yorican Post Cafe. Like I performed in front of, yo, everybody, bro. Everybody like that. So I took that idea to Spain. I was like, fuck it, why not? And it was 10, 15 B-boys and B-girls. After... After they perform, I didn't even know that Red Man see my show. Because you know how it is with bigger artists. They're like, they in a hotel and they come. But Red Man seen the show. He loved my show. Showed me mad love. And he was like, yo, nut. I need those girls on my stage. The B-girls and the B-boys. Can you get them? I was like, I just fucking met them today too, my nigga. <laughs> and he wound up putting them on his set too. It was crazy. And that's that. That's the, that's the organic dope shit, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like, 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 like we um, when Black Eyed Peas first came out and they were actually dope and they had they, they didn't have all the Fergie shit. They was putting out some shit. When they came to came to came to Connecticut, they they came out and they rocked with the B boys and B girls and shit and fucking brought us on stage and stuff. So that's that was when shit. When was this? Like year wise? This is 2000 and. Mm, I believe 2009, 10. I think I just came home. Yeah, I just came home. 2009, 2010. Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. So, damn. And you said you had a story about who? Another story about who? Um, you just met. You mentioned somebody else. I said we shouted out Craig G. Hold up. It was um. Who oh yeah, you said Beat Nuts. Yeah. Let's oh, let's yeah. take that segue. Yeah. So. I went on tour with the Beat Nuts. I went to Spain about four times. The first time I got to miss the show with um, Capadon and Big Noy from Mob Deep. They was out there. My boy Messui, shout out to Messui. He the one that bring me and Cuban out there. Um, dope um, um, Spanish artists, Latino artists from Spain. We just did the project Rabioso Mente. I was promoting it in the last show. Yeah. So yeah, we did the Spanglish album together. So he bring me out there. It was hilarious. Bro, I'm talking about the beating us from Corona. They grew up with my cousins and them. You know, they, they got the decade on me, like Cuban and them. They're 10 years older. So just imagine Nutso meets the Beat Nuts on tour. We never hung out in Corona. You know, it's a big age difference. And 
I predominantly grew up more in Flushing. You know what I'm saying? I did like nine years in fucking Corona and the rest of my years in Flushing. So I didn't know the beat nuts like that. I was a fan of their music as well. And um, like I said, my cousins grew up with them. So they were happy for me to be on tour. Like, though, we got a dope lyricist on tour. And through the midst of the show, so much shit happened. I, I mean, it's too much to explain, but this one particular moment, we had a free day. Yo, let's just linger around. Let's walk around Madrid. We're walking around Madrid. We're smoking, drinking. I was drinking during that time. So I was nut rages, bro. Like, nutso. I'm talking about everywhere we went. It was it was a scene, a mo, you know, something happened. So basically, on this tour, I bring this dude named Johnny. He was kicking some drugs back. Nigga was throwing up everywhere, fucking psycholess from the beat nuts. Like, yo, what's going on with your man? I bring niggas on tour. My other man got locked up on Friday, so he couldn't even make it on tour. Yeah, <laughs> my man Lo, shout out to Lo Soup and Rob P's brother, Rob Peter. When I got the new single out with his older brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he came and met me on tour, I think on Sunday or some shit. He, he, li yo, listen to the story. He came to buy weed off of me in my building in Flushing. Came out my building. The D's was al always watching my building because I was doing my thing in my building in the second floor. These dudes was crazy doing their thing in my building as well, too. So he come out the building, the D's watching them. They lock him up. So we're waiting in the airport, the beat nuts, Cuban. Yo, where's your man Polo at? I was like, I don't know, bro. I'm calling his phone. This nigga was in the bookings. So first, that's how, how that's how the tour started. My man was locked up, didn't even make it on. <laughs> and, so now we on tour. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was in Madrid. Yeah, it was in Madrid. We did the Barcelona shit, went back to Madrid. We toured in like three different states in Spain, right? So mm -hmm. we come back to the uh, to the central, you know, central, the, the middle of, um, it's called, um, well, it's by Alcorcón and all that shit, but it's in Madrid, you know, it's Madrid, the, the, the capital. So mm -hmm. we're in Madrid. We decided to walk that day. We get a little brunch, whatever niggas are smoking. Oh, I got niggas from the projects on tour with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Juju bring his family and shit. Psycholas is there with, um, you know, with Cuban and them. So we all wilding out walking the streets. We wind up slamming um some cartoon character, Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse is there. I end up smacking Mickey Mouse. They got too close to us or whatever. My man Johnny and them wilding out. Then picture, remember, social media ain't even around during that time. I'm talking about 2001. Mm. 2001, 2002, when we went to Spain. We there, me, Psycholes, <laughs> Cuban, and the rest of the gang. Yo, bro. My man Mikey B starts recording these prostitutes. Mind you, they're around the police. Police start coming at us. The bitches start hitting me with their purses. Tomorrow, yo, bro, we got it on camera. We're trying to find the shit, bro, so we can put it out digitally. That will be on YouTube very soon before the year ends, bro. We got beat up by prostitutes, my nigga. We couldn't, and the cops was helping them. That's hilarious. They were swinging purses on us, bro. Like literally. Real prostitutes. They were like, America, no record, no fucking record. We were like, what? I was laughing like, oh, this bitch is boom. She swung the purse at me. I was like, oh, shit. This bitch. And then the police is, we thought the police was going to help us. Like, <laughs> like, chill, chill. They were like, no, y'all leave. Or we're coming at you next. We're like, oh, this shit is crazy out here. But hey, welcome to Madrid. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> Madrid with the wild out. I can picture. Yo, it's funny. I was thinking before this build. I was like, yo, I'm glad I didn't notice this dude when I was like, like 20 years ago or some shit. I was like, man, I would have been wild. I mean, cause I I would have just, it would have been wilding out, man. Now nah, you would you would have met me at one of them underground shows in the city, and then from there I would have took you to my hood. Then we would have went into an after hours, and then everybody would have started doing Alakazam disappearing acts on their families. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yo. Yo, so um, <laughs> what yo, what what's been the biggest um influence on your music? Biggest influence meaning like what? Like um like, as far as what it's done or? or like just um 
like the driving factor and like why you do do what you do i'm gonna be, be honest man i i i feel it's like the streets is fucked up even though the streets are so evil and and the shit done hurt so many families and and off so many people and destroyed people's lives but the streets because what hip-hop taught me is that just coming coming from the streets the poverty the gritty the grimy that's what makes it what it is like all this like fabricated shit like you said all these fucking industry clowns and all these people trying to come in and culture vultures they don't understand what we've seen in hip-hop so i think that's my main my main influence in hip-hop just not even the glamour or the money and the women, just be the the pureness of it, that it came from something that, that nobody could take away from us. You know what I'm saying? And I right. think that's one of my, my, my biggest influence because I can tell, like, me just telling you the story going overseas is, like, people look at us as gods out there. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and think about it. When it comes to ancient history, like, we look at them as gods because from the Egyptian, you know, culture and all that, like, Everything comes from that side and influence, you know, so it's bugged out, bro. It's yeah. bugged out. Yo, what's the biggest thing that you've, you've, you've learned in this, in the game over the years? Like the most important, like, um, thing that you kind of keep close to you, like as far as like that you've seen? Um, being humble. Mm. Being humble and, and know when to talk, when is the right time to say some shit. Because not too many people could, you, you know what I'm trying to say, like, yeah. So sometimes you got to hold it. Like I said in the last interview, man, you can't let a lot of these motherfuckers get to you. I just seen this interview with this kid named, um, just came home. He was just, I forgot his name, but he was interviewing this other dude that was locked up and he was telling them, yo, bro, all that suck my dick shit and all of this. You know how many lives to be saved if you just ignore that motherfucker for that one motherfucking time, bro? Like how many lives to be saved if you just ignore that motherfucker for that one second? And in the industry, that's what you're gonna get. Your people are gonna, they're gonna love you when you're popping. They're gonna miss you when you're gone. You feel me? So at the end of the day, you just gotta be true to who you are. Yeah, yeah. no, that's facts, man. So you're talking about while running around at age ten, wilding out. So you clearly grown as grown as a person you know what i'm saying you, you've grown up so like how? How, how how'd you go i mean go from being you know wild out nuts to like i'm gonna be honest what what humbled me was um having that image problem bro like everybody wanted to be that motherfucker you know what i'm saying wanted to be hard wanted to be gangster that's why i love what you're saying a lot of them post when you talk about is the difference between getting molded in the game by these fucking industry clowns and clones and you really being about that life and seeing how dangerous it is so at when my friends started to fucking shoot at each other and kill each other and i'm seeing real death in the streets and real people doing real time and dudes that were like the softest niggas in my neighborhood doing five ten years and coming home and you see that that shit fucked them up i mean at the end of the day, if that don't scare you, then you're a heartless motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, um, Tomorrow, man. At the end of the day, I always loved doing positive shit. Like, I was that kid while we rolling dice. And I said it last time. While we rolling dice in front of the building or whatever, I see that old lady struggling with the bags. I was that dude to help him. All the way mm -hmm. upstairs. Not just hold the door open all the way upstairs and they'll give me a tip and I refuse a tip. Like, nah, take that, senora. You know, I'm good. I'm good. And that's what I do to this day, even working in the medical field and doing music shit. I, I, I love to see a smile in that disabled person's face, that old lady, that that homeless dude. You know what I'm saying? That that changed their life and is trying to progress. I, I, I love seeing, so I love helping people out. I always love the unity. But that's the shit that there's always going to be that one motherfucker to test your ass, man. So it's up to you <laughs> And how you gonna react in that moment? And I think that's what I've learned on how to just know how to react, bro, to certain situations, for real. Yeah, that's that's a big thing, man. I mean, I, I can really understand that. I mean, I, I've been dealing with a temper problem for like 20 something years. And so it's like knowing when to just dial it back, you know what I mean? And just just and knowing when to kind of step up. So it's a, 
it's it's a hard thing to do because I'm I've always just been like just a hundred on everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, and why like, not? We all part of this universe so you're gonna feel like somebody could walk into a room and tell you they happy as hell but if they energy is off you're gonna be like man something is off right here motherfucker you feel me so that's what i tell people when jay-z said that shit that numbers lie and all that listen i like him as an artist and in certain songs or whatever but all that shit is bullshit nigga numbers can be fucking switched up rearranged changed whatever women lie and men lie but energy don't bro Energy right. does not lie. I don't give a fuck if you're on drugs or not. That shit don't lie. No, that's some real shit, man. So let's talk, man, like, because you, like, a lot of the stuff you say, like, I wonder where, like, where it comes from. Like, like how have you, now you've clearly grown spiritually, emotionally as a person. I mean, like, I can see the difference in, like, your older videos and shit. I can just see yeah. how you carry yourself in those videos versus versus now. Like, and I even see, like I said, I love to see your Instagram posts because you're always smiling. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, that's us. Yeah, I mean, so how, how like, what, like, have you, did you read anything? Did you, like, if you study with anybody, or was it just, like, just through experience in life? Or you I, just, like, you me, just... it was just the experience of life, my friendship, you know, um, being, trying to be married to the fucking streets, so-called, you know? Um, yeah, life's a bitch, man. I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest, bro. Just seeing us coming up in the game, like, I really felt like I had a guardian over my shoulder, bro. And like I said, I, I, I was telling you, um, a lot of my family members practice witchcraft. You know, I come from the Caribbeans. I'm Dominican. So I, I, I've been there on New Year's in my aunt's house for years. Every New Year's, sir, holiday, she's cutting the fucking checking. I'm seeing the eyes explode, the blood come out, and she's throwing the blood around and... You already know the African drums is going on, the vinyl. She got the vinyl. I'm looking at my heart like, damn, she got vinyl, bro. I got to go through her vinyl. <laughs> I wonder what she got. <laughs> but yeah, man, my aunt was serious. Shout out to my aunt Cookie. You already know, man. From the Rona. So seeing, yo, I, I experienced stuff when I was locked up, man. I seen some shit. I, was, I ended up in this program up in motherfucking um, Monticello, close to Sullivan County. And... I call it pesadilla. Pesadilla in Spanish is like when you think that you're dreaming, but you're not, and you're really awake. So I'm looking at the corner of the bunk beds that I was in. I was in a room, a two-man room, and we was like in the annex house or whatever, and I'm looking at the motherfucking corner, and this fucking dude, bro, is just standing there, like almost seven feet tall with the ill scar on his face, and he's looking at me. So I'm bugging because I'm like, the oh, and it's crazy. Your name's Samal. The dude that was with me named Jamal. He was he used to run with the Supreme team and them niggas. He was locked up. He caught a case. Yeah, he was on parole and he ended up with me up in there. So he left the room. He actually was reading the um um the Run DMC book. He gave it to me. He was like, "Look, youngin, when you ain't doing it, because I never really like reading. I like documentaries and shit. I would like read a paragraph or two, get bored real quick. I always like watching like real documentaries. You know, right, right. like the Audibles." You know, you know what I'm saying? But just mm -hmm. in visual. So he gave me the book. He left the room that day. It was like I had about three days. I just got in. I just, I just drove in like three days ago. So nobody told me no stories. I don't know nobody there. I'm just connecting with one kid from Brooklyn that I knew, another dude from the ex, and this kid named Jamal. That's the only people I know in there. I haven't talked to anybody. They just know I'm from Queens. So I wake up that morning. I'm like, who the fuck, fuck is this dude in the room? Come to realize all the hairs of my arms start standing up. I'm like, this ain't a human being, bro. And the way he was looking at me was, I didn't feel like he was from this era. So once I turn around and look, and I'm like, when I look back, I know when I look away, because, you know, I, I've been through it before. I got plenty of stories like this, but I'm going to say this one especially. So when I turn around and look, Obviously, he disappears like you're hearing all the stories. He was gone. I go outside, and there was one of the staff members that worked in the kitchen and in the office as well. He was, like, multitasking and shit. And dude found a new job. So I see a couple of the dudes that was locked up was, like, helping him, you know, put his um, um, desk, books, and stuff, you know, his file cabinets inside the van. So while we're helping him, we get this little 
break, they give us waters and all this shit. We're drinking and they're talking shit and they're like, yo, where you from? And I'm from Queens and blah, blah, whatever. And, um, and I'm like, yo, bro, I seen some shit last night, bro. Like, I'm a real spiritual dude. I know y'all niggas don't know me, but I seen this Indian dude with a fuck. And yo, they all started laughing. Oh, yo, we seen some shit too by the lake. Right before we was coming up, like a big Indian chief dude at nighttime or whatever. And I was like, what? So then that white boy that was the staff dude, he comes over and he's like, I overheard y'all talking about seeing Indians here. He said, do you know that we, this whole facility is in the Indian burial ground? I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. So look at that. My aunt ain't tell me that. I ain't read that in no newspaper. I'm coming from Queens, New York. Ain't nobody told me what happened in Monticello, particularly in that area, bro. What the fuck was that? That was a warrior. And guess, and when I went to my aunt's house, I got a furlough pass. So, you know, since she does the witchcraft shit and she be reading people, I told her, I had this crazy experience. I had a couple over there, but I said, this one dude, I felt this motherfucker in the room and he was looking at me and I was like, like, I'm in my boxes. I'm like, I'm gonna have to kick this nigga's face from the bed and I, I know he gonna have the better half on me. I'm gonna have to reach for a weapon. <laughs> and yo, homie, she said, he was letting you know you in his hood. That's all it was. And I was like, oh, shit, because he knew who you was. She's like, you the spiritual Babalu. He felt you already. They don't present themselves to everybody. Number one, you got to be a believer. And number one, you, and number two, you got to be in the realm. So that nigga came to pay me a visit. Yeah, you from Flushing, Queens, motherfucker. My name is Hukutaka, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> motherfucker yeah <laughs> yeah damn real, bro i've had some experiences like that too so that's why i mean i'm not even surprised man i mean that's that's real shit like and that's what they do like because from from what i understand ghosts or whatever are, are trapped they're trapped in their in that spot so yeah, yeah. that's why they're that's why they're usually aggravated because they can't go nowhere like, they can't so go I, and that's what i felt from him yeah Anger. They're, they're usually they pissed off because they, they can't really do anything, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they trapped in between two worlds. So yeah. they're in that realm. Yeah, so I mean, they're a little aggravated, you know, like they can't really enjoy shit. So, 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 you know, so that's why. So, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And that's just some crazy shit, though, because I'm seeing that play out for you. And while, while, while I was just thinking about some other shit I saw when I was younger. So it's, you know, that's real shit, man. Yeah. That's, 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 that's why. That Make, that made me believe, like, if I had any doubts in the spiritual world, God or believing in anything, I was like, yo, bro, nobody can ever take that story away from me, what I've seen. And yeah. uh, number one, number two, I wasn't on drugs. I already had, like, fucking two weeks clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, that shit was crazy, bro. Like, I'm never going to forget that. And, and I'm never going to forget that motherfucker's face. I was like, that was a real warrior. Like, I looked at it and just looking at old, like, you know, um, um, picks from um Dakota Indians and all of that, the Chiefs, you know, um, um, Big Red and all of that. Yo, bro, like, he fit the exact description. You know what I'm saying, Tamar? Like, I, like, you know what I'm, it's that feeling. It's like when you in the, it's like I'm telling somebody, it's like when you walk into the fucking Bronx Zoo or that fucking gorilla starts getting close to the fucking cage and you start moving back. That's the feeling I felt, bro. I, and, and, I've been around killers, everybody. Ain't nobody make me feel like that. Right. That shit was crazy. And you mean, you also, the crazy thing was about it, like you were on an Indian, bur uh, Native American bur burial ground. And, and nobody told me about yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't know about it or anything like that. It wasn't like, you just, you, you saw, and they, con they so they confirmed, you went to them and they confirmed what you saw. So it wasn't even like, yeah, yeah that's crazy. And then when I, spoke to my aunt about it, but I kind of felt that. I felt that energy already without my aunt having to tell me he was letting you know. I felt like it was territorial. Damn. Damn. How, how long How long were you were you away for? Uh, uh, like two years, two years and a half the most. Yeah, yeah I did I have jail time and half um, program. So, and it was great, man. You know what I'm saying? My mom's, my mom's had cancer during the time. She beat it. And hey, man, listen, they were with me, bro. You came, nah, you came out shining, man. I mean, and it's you like. Cedar Cuban, he was writing letters to me from fans in Russia, Europe, the States, California, Florida. So that made me, it got me motivated 
to keep writing. So when I came out, it was like, a fucking Cuban will come to my crib with an M-Box, hook it up. Yo, I know you got a furlough pass for six hours. Whatever you've been writing, let's drop it right now. I'm like, this is crazy. By the time I came home, I had they had the vinyl out with um KL's, rest in peace KL from Screwball. Shout outs to Black Poet and Solo and them. So that, Damn. that was so you came so you came home like and had shit already just humming already. It was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pretty damn. It's like I no, never left. That's dope. And that's dope because you was able to get like a little little furloughs and shit like that too. You know what I'm saying? So to 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 do that shit. I ain't never heard it. That that's that shit really like that. The um Yeah, that um yeah, you can look at because remember it came out on vinyl. No. I don't know if it's streaming right now, but the KL, KL, Nutso featuring KL. We got the fucking, um, I got the vinyl right here. Hold up. Just so I can show y'all. That's the vinyl right there. Oh, okay. Nah, I ain't, I ain't peeped that one. I'm gonna check that yeah. shit out. Yeah, what's the one What's the one with the um, Hold up. Spotify joint? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, there. this plaque right here, you know I'm not really with the stream shit tomorrow. That's why I respect a lot of the posts you be put, putting up. But you know what? A dude like me that been doing music before the streaming shit, you know, yeah. it was good to be recognized on this level. Shout out to If and I Get At Em. They certified this, so that's about like two million streams. I got more than that, but he was like, yo, I could get you another plaque. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I just like the way the plaque looks. <laughs> what joint was that for? Um, These two million streams overall were like the Red Sunday album and a couple of other like mixtape projects I had. Okay. Oh, and dope. then this one, the YouTube was like half a mil for all the videos. You know, not no paid for streams or nothing like that. You know, yeah, real fucking shit. views. Yeah, real right. views and real plays when YouTube first came out. Because remember, we was, I just came out in 2009, 2010. Yeah. Okay, got you. Damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah, those were certified. <laughs> People could get those plaques for like four or $500. But no, if you got paid views and plays, womp, 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 you're going to be very disappointed. They're going to pull your file out. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. And that's the game. That's the, that's the bullshit of the game, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so how do you navigate this game, man? Because it's, it's, it's funny, funny style, man. It's, it's, it's real funny style, like, especially now. Like, the, the business end of it, the, yeah, when the you, marketing, the stream. What you and Brother Jay was talking about was real, man. That shit, yo, it's. Me and Cuban just spoke about it. We're like, bro, we're not moving like these motherfuckers. We ain't following no trends. You know what I'm saying? CTC on mamas. I'm keeping it real. I'm going to pull out a fucking project one or two with a mixtape a year and let that shit ride. You remember listening to fucking Black Moon enter the stage, the infamous Illmatic. I mean, the list goes on, bro. Big L. I mean, listen, Big Pump, whatever. We held on to that album for fucking years that we still listening to this day. But when we heard it, right. we had the same five or six CDs in your car. You was even scared. Remember those days you was even scared to, to make that transaction and leave those other five CDs in your car? Because he like, fuck, I might want to hear this shit later on tonight. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let me bring this shit with me. Nigga got a coat full of CDs, tapes. Like, ha, ha, ha. It was different. Those were the days. Yeah, it was different. Nah, it was totally different. I, I miss those days. I mean, it was it was it was organic, but we didn't know what we were doing. I mean, it wasn't like I always say it wasn't like we didn't know we were like we were younger. It was like we're doing hip hop now. Like we just we just went out and just did whatever. You know what I mean? So it was just that, it was organic. We just, like you said, we never even called it hip hop. It was like we didn't, bro. We're just doing this raw music, bro. Like rap shit. It's just like it's like yo, meet me at. Yo, come to the studio, yo, or whatever, come over there, you know what I'm saying? I got the, whatever, like, or if you're a writer, yo, I got cans in the car, like, let's, let's go. Like, whatever it is, like, it was just, you just did it, yo. Like, niggas on the train, on the bus, beatbox, whatever, like, at lunch. Oh, that nigga said he nice, so I'll fuck that nigga. I'll go, oh, yo, this nigga said he nice, yo. All right, after school, we about to battle then. What, that, that, that's just the type of, that was just what it was, man. You know what I mean? You, you frozen? Exactly, yeah. man. You frozen? Yeah, yeah, it's freezing a little bit. You good? Yo. You see. You, you yeah. Just... yeah, I got I can hear you. Yeah, it was 
frozen. Your your side keeps freezing up a little bit. It's, uh, I'm I can I can see you and hear you. All right. I, I think. Yeah, to go. But um, yeah, just yo for real tomorrow. Just putting in that footwork, like like I said, jumping on a train, jumping in a hoopty, jumping in a Cuddy's car, whatever the fuck it was. What took me to go to Fat Beats to order right to motherfucking um um Juan and Nelson. You know what I'm saying? Wherever, um, rock and soul, wherever we was buying our fucking vinyl and tapes, just that fuck, just having that bag with that new fucking tape and taking off the saran wrap and you know what I'm trying to say, bro, taking off the foil, whatever the fuck, just looking at the credits, opening up, oh, come on, bro, that fucking shit used to fucking, that was my drug, I was a fiend of that shit. Yeah, you can't take that away from us, man, I mean, I was, that was beautiful and like, you didn't know if the joint was going to be good or not. I mean, I bought shit off the strength of a cover sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, just on the cover alone, like I bought, I bought shit. So, I, yeah, you know what I, mean? oh, I, I mean, tell you, I, I tell people the story. My mom's is the one I was fucking nagging her all fucking day. Like, nah, man, this motherfucker, I, I, I need that shit. If anything I've done, all right, I won't steal from you anymore. I won't do this and this. Just take me. I need the. The one with Big Daddy Kane and they the bitches is feeding them the grapes. And she went with me and walked to Juan and Nelson and 103rd <laughs> in Corona. What was that? When that album came out? 88, 89, right? 89, but 89, I believe. 89, long live the Kane. So she walked with me to go buy the fucking, and she's cracking up. Here's my mom's, because her father, my grandfather, was like an African looking mom. You know what I'm saying? That he came from St. Thomas. So she's looking like, this motherfucker wants to get this album cover with this big black motherfucker getting fed grapes. I wonder what what this shit is about. <laughs> she was cracking up. She was like, she loved it. She loved it. She loved it. And she loved Bonita Applebum too. Mom, I had to go buy me Bonita Applebum, the single. Mom Dukes with the long of the cat. I remember that. It's funny you mentioned the grapes. How old were you? Yeah. Um, you figure I'm 44 now, so. Okay. I had to be around eight, nine. Eight or nine, yeah, yeah, okay. Yo, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I look at an eight, nine-year-old now walking the streets, and I'm like, I was fucking robbing people and doing crazy shit at this. What the fuck? How am I alive? I'm like, Lord, bro. We and there's a couple of us, man. You know, out of like 25 of us in the hood, that was crazy. It's like a good five-sided left. Everybody else gone or moved out you know change their life man yeah yeah well you know i just want to say salute to you for, for 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 coming through a lot of cats don't you know what i'm saying a lot of cats stay stuck in that and, and a lot of cats like you said got you know cats with mad bids man you know what i'm saying like that's that's real shit. And i do too we, we've lost cats you know what i'm saying so yeah. and the thing is i want to salute for man is because i asked you earlier i said hey, did you read anything or whatever and you were like nah it's just like life experiences i salute you for like recognizing shit in life and making adjustments that's what you did you know what i'm saying like Thank like fucking you you looked at you looked at this shit and was just like oh wait all right that's that's intelligence that's real intelligence yeah. right there be like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, you, thought, you know what i'm saying you made adjustments accordingly i want to salute you for that thank you thank you thank you my brother yeah, yeah. Appreciate the flowers man that's real man i mean um i'm proud of myself too i look in the mirror and i'm like yo bro i could have been involved and a lot of the shit and hip hop saved my life. You know how many times I was in a studio yeah. and shit was popping off projects or in the Rona that I could have been a part of. And just because I was missing that day, you know, the 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 police or that camera or the, the witnesses didn't see, you know, so it's crazy, man. But, you know, thank the Lord I, I changed my life, man. I had to, yeah. bro. I had no, to. It's good, I mean, gone. Yeah, I mean that's that's intelligence, man. You saw saw shit was fucked up around you, and, and you know what I'm saying made some don't, adjustments. Don't, don't, don't mind you, bro. I, I like reading. I just started reading more now, but before, you know, I always had that little ADD deficiency. So it's like <laughs> I was I was I was the kid that when everybody go get forties at the store, and we about to go watch a movie, and we got the girls in there. I'll take the girl to the park. I'm like, ah, I'll see this movie later alone. I used to like watching yeah. movies alone. I can't really concentrate in the crowd. I feel you. I feel I was, you. I mean, I, I used to like, 
dudes. And it I, wasn't like to diss anybody. It was just, that's just me. That was my. I couldn't play video games because of my attention span was so short. I never really got into video I, games. I, I already know who you was. I already know who you was. I could do it, but I'm like, ah, that shit boring. Like, I mean, I, especially if I'm losing. I'm like, I don't want to keep losing over. That's, that's deflating as hell. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah. losing. Over and here. then the politics, then you got the other guys in the other group. Pilot, nah, man, fuck that shit. Then you got the sports politics. Like, the hood is beautiful, bro. We can't just look at the negative of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. It's like it's like the slaves. Look at all the ingredients Caribbean people cook with now from pig feet and all that shit. That was the, the last shit they gave the slaves, man. That was the scraps. Right. And we made right. we made that shit the illest cuisines to this day now. So right. it's out of the scraps. So Look who we are, bro. Look how long, look how far we came, man, and, and overcame all that bullshit, you know? Absolutely. Yo, so before we get out of here, tell us what you got going on, what you got cooking. You just dropped a um, single. I believe he's in here right now. I think I saw him here, Rob P. Yeah, Rob P. Rob P is in the building. No, you know, Me and Rob P are working. The, so just say, so you know, now going forward, like just hit, say, um, have you got new joints? Hit yeah, that email. Perfect, man. Yes, it's a bit music believe me you'll get it's only a couple of real ones that get it first everybody else has got to wait like the others but we'll, we're gonna make sure to send you a lot of new stuff that we got coming up promoting this new project but um me and rob he got a banger everything okay. is in-house the video was was filmed by saya a famous graffiti artist from fucking flushing queen shout out to saya td saya filmed the video rob p edited it rob p is spitting on it it's featured on it. I did the beat, and I'm featured on it as well. It's all in-house. Flushing Queens in the building. You already know. It don't get better than that. Stranger Things out now. We got the merch coming in vinyl. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I can put on like 30 seconds of it before we get out of here, too, and try to do that. Battery, um, 90%. Yeah, I just, you just sent it to me. And then I, we just downloaded the video, so we're going to probably post that joint tomorrow. Stranger, yeah. Ah, um, yeah. So, a lot of good feedback. I can't front. So, so that, is that part of a bigger project, or is it, what, what else? You, uh, yeah, Rob P. That's gonna be for Rob P.'s project. I'm okay. working on my project. Me and Cuban about to drop a project as well. Cuban's working with Chadio. Shout out to Chadio. You know from the group crew. Um, shout out to DK Dennis Kelman. I know he working with Large Pro and the rest of the gang. Uh, me and DK got a video and single dropping soon. Like I said, yo, bro, it's crazy. Shout out to Witchcraft, Rob P, Chadio, DK, Cedar Cuban, um, um, DJ S Mr. Sinister, Executioners. Oh, yeah. You know, he rocking yeah. with us, too. Yeah, yeah he got yeah. some cuts on my album. Me and him just did some shit. Uh, I, I, I ain't even supposed to spoil it, but I can say something. Just look out for the Ghetto Billionaire album. Okay. <laughs> if you know I... who that's attached. Shout out to Flush. <laughs> Okay, okay, shit. Oh shit, let's see what we got here. Fucking play. Yeah, we got some gems dropping, man. But um, we working, we working, man. CTC, you already know. No. I know about time. What the finer thing? Hustle night and day. I'm renegade. I like boozy face. Sharp as viper things. I need it all. Money so old, they started growing mold. Who be told before I could spend it? I started making more. Never coming back because the pain from the past hurts. Traumatized from the day you had to aim first. One force moves like your mama never gave birth. Rattle on your best friends. Now you're coughing full of Yo, dirt. Yo, I'm heating up. Give me the bucks. They can have the same. I ain't anything. Throwing stock at lane, Jimmy Butler games, Queen finest African stand. We must restore the land. Yo, Rob P, it's been a change of plans. Look up, yo, be calling my phone, Don. I missed a couple sales. Stuck in traffic, wifey beefing. I need another scale. I got the things coming in the mail. That's on the paper trail. Yeah, the cargo got that stinking smell. Niggas, you ain't ready, boy. It's about to go down. And she noticed a real one. She about to go down. Yo, I ran up but I'm about to come down, down, down. We getting busy in the city, getting busy. turn it down because they'll flag this shit and shut the show down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, nuts so good and authorized. Man, he's on the fucking show. Yeah. Yo, Domingo, my man Domingo got his shit, he got his own shit flagged. Like, his own shit. Like, I did a listen. I think secretly there's some people that we went to high school with. 
or junior high school that working for Instagram and they just hating on the low, bro. Fuck Somebody. it. Something's going on, bro. Meanwhile, there's like breath, like breastfeeding videos out there. Wild shit on, on IG. Yo, man. what the like, fuck is that? Like, but hold up. I, yo, I posted like three beats on TikTok like this, smoking. They were like, you're violating our guidelines. I'm like, fuck, yeah. That's why I don't even post on that fucking platform no more. Yeah, I ain't on that. Fucking. Really, Got fucking 13-year-old girls putting fucking banana, playing with bananas. And that's like. These fucking pedophiles rather see that sh you know this is crazy, bro. Everything upside oh, down, man. Oh, the you gotta remember, CTC. All these pedophiles are running these corporate companies, bro. They they have nothing to do. Just imagine if your daddy was a fucking billionaire, trillionaire, bro, and you just have nothing to do. You're ordering shit all day. You're like, it's gonna become like the Truman Show. I want to watch this family over here. Yeah. For a year. It's no, CTC, you watch the Johnson family and Sanchez for seven months straight. I need them back. That's, That's what they do. Well, yo. The back market, besides yo. fucking sex trafficking and selling organs. Yo, shit is wild. We in ups. We It's definitely topsy-turvy, man. We about to get on out of here. I got a third show coming up after this. What I mean, what are people say to hip-hop culture? We're breaking down some classic tracks. Yo, thanks, man. Yes, this shit sir. was fun. We're going to have to catch up in the Physical man, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get out to New York. Yeah, um, hopefully yeah man. Listen, you hit me up. We connect. If it's not in that event, we get something to eat, and you already know, man. Hip hop history, baby. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We gotta, we gotta link up, man. But um, wanna thank you, man. Thank. Show took a left. What? What? what explain. I wanna understand what, what. What does that mean? Uh huh? Yeah, explain what you. What you mean? You be saying some wild shit sometimes. Oh, people be saying shit went left. I don't know. He said the show took a left. What does that mean? We don't. We don't even understand. These yeah. are dudes that hide behind the post. Come to my show and say that in my face. Uh, this, this my man. This my man right here. So, I, but but he, he got a he has a he has a sharp tongue sometimes. So I'm trying to understand what he's what he's saying before we get off. I so. tell him. Do I don't give a fuck if it's family. See me at the show. Talk to me in person in the physical, baby. <laughs> it don't gotta be cop. Unless you wanted to, but talk to me, baby. <laughs> you wild, you wild. That's well, yo, talk, like, talk to me, baby. What, what What's you, on your mind? What you? Your daughter oh, came you. home late yesterday. That's not my fault, man. Nah, he, he went in for a minute. Well, what does that mean, man? This speak, nigga. Yeah, I do. I just yeah. I, I tell people, your daughter came home last night. Don't blame me, my nigga. You gotta well, check on your daughter, baby. <laughs> Still, yo, yo, big up Lord Finesse. Yo, what you mean? I'm just saying what you mean, though. Like, I just, I just, I do need to understand. That's all I'm asking you. Saying peace, peace. I'm just saying what you mean. It's my, my man. So I, mean, I like, I'm just trying to understand. Cause, yo, listen, when people type quick, it's hard. It's easy to get shit like fucking misconstrued. Let's not get it. I mean, like, I've, yeah, I, yeah. this that I blocked it. I'm like, damn. I think I don't think they meant the fucking. Oh, but there's well, there's casualties. So, but what you? I just want to know what you mean. Yeah, See, they, yo, people go. hit me up. They said you didn't tell them the iced tea story. I was like, "Fuck, man!" That was another one they were telling me with the iced tea. Me oh, and Cedar Cuban got the interview iced tea um, a couple of years back, and bro, he told me that I should be a journalist. He was like, <laughs> he was like, "Yo, you th this is your first time interviewing?" I was like, "Yeah, we did it for um, um, Ram Syndicate. He was in a group in London, yeah, and they couldn't make it." He called, they called C to Cuban. C to Cuban ended up hitting Coco on an email. Coco answered him back. We went to his penthouse where Law and Order bought him a penthouse. Yo, no security, no nothing. Ice-T is one of the realest motherfuckers alive. I, we went there three deep with a camera, a blunt. He didn't drink. He didn't do no drugs. That nigga gave me a cup of fucking grape Kool-Aid, bro. And Coco was walking around with some tight shit. I'm like... Am I supposed to not look at her? Look at her. It was it was hilarious. I see on some pimp shit. He was just like, my brothers, I love the love. He let us hear um a couple of joints he had with Smooth the Hustler. And we was with I C, bro. No security. We didn't get patted down. And I told him, I'm like, yo, you fucking I C, you didn't even pat me down. You don't even know we got weapons. He's like, I do this everywhere I go, bro. And and I heard a couple of interviews, and this is what he does, but where was I interviewed Ice T. Where was this? And and um, two th I posted it a couple of times. It was 2000. Where, where, where? In, um, in the city in Manhattan. Oh, where? In, uh, so he came in? Yeah.
He yeah. called Cedar Cuban. They called Cedar Cuban. They set up the interview, and we went to his penthouse he went to over there by Amsterdam Avenue. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Oh, okay. Dope. That's fucking ill. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I only, I've only heard, so I've never met him. I would love to meet him. I, I've only heard good things about Ice-T, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 we, we interviewed King T, who was like a mentor to, um, to him. You know what I'm saying? I've only heard good things about Ice-T, man. Yo, he's he's, so he's, he goes back. He's a he's an original B-boy. He's a B-boy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's don't know. He, like, told us, he, told, he was like, yo, where y'all from in Queens? And when we told him Corona Clutch, he was like, I took a fucking cab in Corona one time because we had to go to the airport and this fucking cab driver decided to stop over there by Coogee Raps Hood. And he was like, this shit was crazy over there. <laughs> he was like, all I know is remember him seeing the airport, the stadium, and he was like, what fucking hood is this? And it was Coogee Raps Hood. So he was like, he'd never sleep on Queens ever. <laughs> oh, he was shit. like, he got. I think he got out, went to the store or some shit, and he was just like, I was in your hood, bro, but iced tea, bro. And it was the coldest fucking day ever. He was like, no smoking in the crib, but you could smoke in the balcony. For what? We went, my blunt was in the air in the fucking West Side Highway, nigga. <laughs> Yo, you, you don't even get, that's, that's the type of cold where you don't even get high. It's so cold, right? Like, you out there by the time, by the time the blunt's out, you go back inside, you're not even high no more. Yeah, so I was like, nah, I'm good, I see. I'll, I'll, I'll keep sipping on the fucking Kool-Aid and the Crown Royale. I was drinking uh, every time. It was crazy, bro. But that we'll be out here for seven hours, man. But you gotta get some with Cedar Cuban, man. It's Cedar Cuban gotta be yo, Cedar Cuban is the truth, bro. Straight up. When it comes to hip hop stories, man, you gotta get Cedar Cuban in there the next couple of weeks. I'm I'm it was brick. Yeah, he said it was brick. Yeah, well, we got to get Cedar Cuban on the schedule, yeah. no doubt. You know, KS, shout out to KS, he was there. He became an actor now. He been in power. Fucking um, Orange is the New Black. Shout out to my nigga KS. Salute. Salute. Yo. And remember, CTC, I just got over a cold. So every time we do some dope interviews, the last interview I, I did with a, I had the flu was Sway. Or Sway's Universe and shit. And serious. And that's on YouTube. I had the full bone, like, flu oh. fucked up. Yeah. I popped some pills, took some ginger, and I just sweated that shit out and just. Yeah. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> and I don't but, even get sick no more like that. Because remember, I'm not even drinking. I don't smoke yeah. cigarettes. I don't drink no alcohol. Like, my immune system is strong. So I felt like I had the flu just the night before. And today I woke up good. Great. That's not glad you're good. You seem straight to me. You good money. You know what I'm saying? We're about to get on out of here. Thank you very much, man. We're going to get this up on the YouTube channel. This has been episode 131. Carrying yes, the sir. Carrying the culture. You already know. Love always, bro. Appreciate you. You're a real one, man. Solid. Yeah, Solid interview. Yeah. yeah, appreciate you, man. New single out, Stranger Things, Nuts All Right V, man. You know what I'm saying? Project coming out on the way. Yeah, hit me up, man. You know what I'm saying? You got the email address now, so. Um, Let's get connect. We'll connect on one of these shows, man. I, I want to go check out that Nas and fucking um, Wu-Tang, man, coming up. Coming up in the next two weeks, they got like two shows, one in the square, in Madison Square. What yeah, one at MSG and the other one in um Barclays, I think. So oh, you know, when is the next time you're gonna see Nas and Wu Tang together? Like probably not for a while. So yeah. Nice. But yeah. hopefully, nah, but hopefully your favorite artist will be the hip boy. <laughs> uh, on that note, thank you for us ruining an otherwise very dope interview. Appreciate you it. You already know, man. Salute, my brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, I had to throw that one in. We go live with us to save the hip-hop culture in, like, one minute. So, salute. Everybody be good. Peace. Peace. All right, family. Salute.